This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lindell Report. Um, here, let me get, we're going to turn on uh, Facebook here tonight, Brandon. We haven't had, uh, let's see how many I can get up to. I haven't done it in about a month. What's the goal, 25? Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody on Facebook, let's see how many we can get on here. Tell all your friends. We'll see if, uh, if old Suckabuck lets me uh, get up to, uh, Brandon, we're going to shoot for 100. <laughs> wow. Wow, you're confident. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, you guys, we're going to have a great show tonight, everybody. There's a couple. We're going to couple cover a, um, a few topics. Uh, one of them will be we're having Patrick Polbeck on. He sent me a report, and I'm, I'm a little bit confused, Brandon, but it's, uh, it's a report that I guess Jim Jordan's put out or is putting out, and they bring up uh, – the director, uh, Chris Krebs of, uh, what was he, the CISA He was director? the Cyber Security Infrastructure, CISA. Cyber yeah, Infrastructure. Right. Yeah, and um, apparently he tried to suppress Hammer Scorecard. This is big news, everybody. Imagine that. What, Brandon? Come on now. You know, you give me a, I know, I know this will be a touchy night. I know you don't even want to be, you know. The views and opinions expressed. <laughs> now, we did a lot of shows. You know, we we started. It's okay because remember last night, everybody, you got to go watch the episode. Now, a federal judge ruled that you can talk about machines, electronic voting machines, and you can talk about elections, and you're not a conspiracy theorist. That's right. Brandon, that was a big day. I took off my tinfoil hat last night, got it right here, and it, I turned it into a USA hat. That's it was right. That. I do. And by the way, we were talking about Hammer Scorecard on my radio show starting the day after the election in 2020. The day after the election, we started talking about it and talked about it nonstop, uh, of course, right. with uh, several guests, you know, including General right. McInerney. Well, you know, you know, we were just we were just talking about that. You know, when my lawyers, everybody, when we you talk about, I'm talking to my new lawyers, okay, and uh, for the defamation lawsuits, right? That uh, oh, you defame these companies to make money, to make money using promo codes and and getting getting fame, and so you could so you could sell pillows and and uh, but uh, so you think about this in the in these lawsuits, Brandon, it has to be that you knowingly went out and had an agenda to defame some with intent to defame some somebody or something. Now here's what here's so we went back, I said, this thing is so simple. I'm in in November and December, I sat there and I'm going, this doesn't make sense. Did all my own investigations, how so many people in every state had residents or had non-residents that voted in their state or people that were deceased. And I couldn't imagine everybody running, hey, let's go vote for Biden and commit a crime. I couldn't imagine that. I'm sorry. People are genuinely good people. So when I got the evidence, 
on January 9th, everybody, which was Hammer Scorecard, developed by Dennis Montgomery, who worked for the CIA for, um, I don't know, all those years. But then, Brandon, after that, I told my attorneys, I said, so I get his work validated by another white hat hacker, a cyber guy, validates Dennis's stuff. Then I have another guy that I validated that worked with him on Hammer Scorecard, another name. Then I have three generals that I don't even know, two generals and a colonel who I don't even know that work for the government, one being General McInerney, you know, right. Colonel Waldron, you got General Finn, you've got all these people that worked in the government going, yes, this stuff is real. This is real. Now, what am I supposed to think as a, as a citizen that wants to help save our country when it shows all this manipulation in an attack by a, with the CCP and China being also one of the one of the involved. And you Man. had John Ratcliffe on January seventh put out. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's that's exactly right. John Ratcliffe, everybody, and now he he was what he was director the, of uh, national uh, intelligence. Director of national intelligence on January seventh of twenty twenty one. What? Why didn't that make big news, everybody? Because remember, January sixth it just happened, so it, it kind of got drowned it out. What a perfect time for him to go. Oh, by the way. China attacked us, our election. This is the head of national security. And and I'm not supposed to sound the alarm when I'm handed this on a silver platter. And then you I'm have sorry. then you have the lady back in what, two thousand three? Kathleen Harris that writes the the book uh, Black Box, Black Box Voting, wasn't that two thousand three? But I yeah, but I'm just saying, Brandon, from that point you got to realize Dominion didn't even sue me until they had sued everybody else to shut up. I'm going, why won't Dominion sue me? They knew I had all the evidence, all these terabytes of information from Dennis Montgomery, and which now Dominion has and smart man. Here, you can have 32. You can have 32. Here's your PCAPs and all this stuff. He does five. I just found out the other day, Dennis Montgomery has done five depositions. And guess what, Brandon? They can't. I said, well, can I put that out to the public? They said, oh, no, it's under uh, a, a, a gag uh, order, a gag order. A gag order. It's yeah. So it can't get to the public. So, you know, what my lawyer said, you know, like this. Why don't you just have Dennis on your show? Huh? Everybody, how would everybody like that? Be well, you know, to... everybody's been waiting on that for three years. Yeah. We're going to do it, everybody. I'm going to talk to Dennis. In fact, I was texting with him earlier. Uh, let's just get him on the show, Brandon, and he can he can answer. You know, when he when he talks and tells you stuff, uh, dates everything. I mean, it's like a walking encyclopedia. He's one of the smartest men I've ever met in my life. Well, he probably is one of the smartest in history. He developed a thing like Hammer Scorecard, and uh, so anyway, it just these new you know I mean new attorneys that you know just going through this. I'm going, how hard can this be? You know, and then you get a ruling, everybody. This just came out of Georgia. Brandon, you might want to put, I don't know if you put this up. Um, 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 let's see here. I think I sent it to you earlier, Brandon. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that, you did. That same judge. Yep. That same judge. Their report, that's just, a, that's an article on what we reported on last night. Right, right. But you guys, the same judge, I'm going to read it here, this Amy Totenberg, uh, she also said, in the opening line here, maybe you can put up a sentence. I'll read it to you, everybody. Judge Amy Totenberg has issued a decision concurring 
that there is sufficient reason to believe that the electronic voting machines have substantial flaws, everybody. They have substantial flaws. The district court judge found that there is sufficient cause to believe that there may be cybersecurity deficiencies that unconstitutionally burden plaintiffs' First and Fourteenth Amendment rights and the capacity to effectively cast vote cast effective votes that are accurately counted. Now, now she's scheduled everybody. You can go ahead and take that down, Logan. But she's scheduled. She's scheduled. Uh, January 9th, 2024, uh, will be the uh, this big, uh, um, what is that, a hearing, I guess, yeah, Brandon, right? Yep, that January 9th, 2024, she'll start hearing this case. Yeah, she'll start hearing this. Um, but let me tell you, this is the same judge that said, the court denied the criticism of the security flaws with the voting machines are that are purely based on conspiracy theories. She noted that you... She notes, the court notes that the record evidence does not suggest that the plaintiffs are conspiracy theorists of any variety. Amen, everybody. Last night I took, I had a tinfoil hat on, I took it off. Of course we're not. You know what, Brandon, it's like this. Um, You would think that right there, and you take all these these witnesses, like, you know, for me, like General McInerney, you bring in, you got Dennis's testimony. You got all the, the evidence that this stuff is anyone out there. Whether it's show Here's the thing, Brandon. They don't have to dig in to show that it overturned right. the election. Right. That's not what the deal is. People, we, you know what? We realize the 2020 election is long gone now. I have been saying since the spring of 2020, since actually January 9th of 2021, when I got this, is, hey, this isn't just a one election problem. In fact, the media asked me, Mike, um, what do you do you think the 2016 election was legitimate? I said, I say now knowing what I know, this is what I told him then. Knowing what I've seen now and what I know about these these computers in, in our elections, I wouldn't trust one election ever done with a computer ever, ever, period. Especially, Brandon, when you can't audit them, then when you when you can't open them up and say, here, there's nothing to hide, right? Right, that's right. You know, when you have a computer error, everybody, or you have a computer, uh, there's a problem with a, a bank error on a computer, you have a computer glitch at your business, I have them all the time, I feel everybody does. Computer, you know, you, uh, you, put, you put cybersecurity on there, you put all this antivirus stuff on there to protect your computers, but, they, but you know what? They're machines. They're easily to break in and to hack. And it only takes once in an election. When it happens otherwise, you're going, okay, it's money. I lost a lot of money over here. This this happened. But you always investigate it to say, see why it happened. Any cyber breach, any computer malfunction or anything. This everyone, every company's got an IT department out there that has a bunch of IT or a bunch of computers. What you do when you have something happen? And and uh, you check into it, you find out what the what what the problem the immediate problem is, and you got to fix that, stop the bleeding. So you stop it. Then you got to go back and say, how did this happen? Who did it? I mean, there's just a whole string of stuff you do. But you but when it happens there, it's money. But when it happens in an election, you lose your country. You know this, Brandon. 
And this just happened, that, you know, up in Pennsylvania, you had all those vote flips with the ES&S machine company. Right. And what did they say? They say, oh, it was a computer error. It was a computer error. Which brings up another thing. Now, I know we're going to, we, we were going to take this in order tonight. And I, what time is Patrick Colbeck coming on? He's, re- he's ready whenever you are. Okay. All right. We'll do that first. But everybody, after we're done with Patrick, we have a little thing going on down in Louisiana. Okay. This lady that, uh, she won the primary for Secretary of State, but she believes in machines. We're going to have a little talk about her. Because I told you, we are not going to tolerate Republicans in this country that go against the resolution that the RNC passed in August. Paper ballots, hand-counted, same-day voting, precinct-level signature required. We're not going to tolerate you rhino, uniparty Republicans out there that are blocking the work we're doing in every state including Louisiana. So we're going to have, this is what we're going to have in the second part of the show. We're going to backtrack in. We'll be talking about ES&S machines, uh, the good old boys out of Omaha, Nebraska. Um, remember that, remember that you know, we're not going to say names. We're just going to say names that rhyme with things like ES&S, Dominion, Smartmatic, Art, all these things. So that's what we're going to have the second half. What I want to do is bring in Patrick Colbeck, everybody. Um, and that we were just talking about him. Hey, by the way, Brandon, we're up to 18 people on Facebook, everybody. So my Eight my my initial people. goal of 25 was even a little high. This is incredible, everybody. 18, but you know what? I'm sorry. Let me just make sure that's which which uh, Facebook is that she's not running it on my personal instead of my fan page here. Um, let's see what we got here. Um. Hey, you guys on Facebook, let's see here. Um, I mean, that's incredibly low number, Brent. I can't even believe this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's my fan page. You guys, <laughs> you know, I used to get 50,000 people on a live stream. 18 people, Brent. A suck a buck fierce. What do they fear? Why are they attacking me so much right now? I'll give you a clue. Because I want to get rid of the electronic voting machine. Right. That's it. They, they don't fear that I want to overturn the 2020 election anymore because Donald Trump's winning, you know, running, he's going to win again, you know, for the third time. So their biggest fear is, well, you know what? If we don't have these machines, now we can't even control all, all elections. It's about all elections, everybody. So this is a good time to bring in Patrick Goldbeck because right. um, – the, uh, when we just talked about Dennis Montgomery and Hammer Scorecard, everybody, I want Patrick to explain. Uh, uh, is Patrick here? Hey, Patrick, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Great to see you, Brandon. Great to see you, Mike. Yep. Hey, hold on one second. I forgot to. The, the media won't like it if I don't. I beg for money. Uh, everybody, <laughs> please help out the LindellPlan.com, the Lindell Offense Fund. Call 800 598 six seven four seven everybody we need your help all the things we're doing out in this country to get rid of these machines the great lawsuits everything that's going on is funded with the with the help from the lindell offense fund we have stuff going from the highest level that's going to get that we've opened to the supreme court all the way from the counties up i don't have any money more to fund it all i have left brand is the pickup truck i started with in my house i live in and that's a fact so um and uh, so everybody, if you can help out that, none of that money goes to my defense. 
I like the way the media tries to spin it. Mike's begging for money for his defense fund. No, not one dollar's going to that, everybody. That's my own deal over here. That's my own little deal with Dominion and Smartmatic and these and the Eric Coomers of the world. You know, I'll deal with I'll deal with that on my own. It's over here. We I can we, I need your help to save this country, everybody. And uh, and now I guess we're going to break. We're going to come back with Patrick Kobeck. Patrick, what are you going to you're going to tell us about this report, right? When we get back. Yeah. We're going to talk about why you only have 18 Facebook views right now and why we need to support the Lindell Offense Fund because we need that alternative media. And we'll get into a report on the weaponization of disinformation, pseudo-experts, and bureaucrats. Wait for it, folks, right here on the Lindell Report with Patrick Kolbeck and your host, Mike Lindell. We'll be right back after this break. You asked and we listened. We've taken your suggestions and we've made our already amazing Percale bed sheets even better. As a thank you, we're bringing these to you for as low as $24.98 with your promo code. And our new line of Percale bed sheets include everything you loved about our original sheets. Lightweight, durable, breathable, and they sleep cool and crisp. But now, because of you, they're made with 100% long staple cotton and the highest thread count to date. These sheets are softer and more durable than ever before. Plus, they come in all these new colors and styles. And you'll be getting five-star luxury sheets delivered directly to your front door for as low as $24.98. Not only that, they come with our 10-year warranty and the 60-day money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save 50 or more. That's as low as $24.98. This introductory offer won't last long, so please order now. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wouldn't dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. 
This offer won't last long, so please order now. All right, we're got... back with Mike Lindell and Patrick Colbeck, and we're going to talk hey, about. Hey, Brandon, I was, I, I was, wait, I was enjoying my commercial there, talking to these people, eighteen people on Facebook. <laughs> I said, if one of you leaves and goes over to Lindell TV, we can invite another one in here, right? Because <laughs> they've got so you. They got you. They have a governor this, on your channel. Way, the way Suckabuck works, if one leaves, he shuts the door on two, so then it, go, it keeps going down here. You know, it's too bad Dominion doesn't own there. I could inflate the numbers here, right? I could say everybody, hey, there's 18,000 over here on Facebook, right? You know? Oh, did I say that out loud? Um, okay. You know, I'm going to manipulate the numbers. They must all work together. I mean, it's just disgusting. <laughs> now the media will grab that. Mike Lindell says Dominion works with Suckabuck. You know. All right. So, Patrick, what do we got and why am I happy today? Well, what we have is an explanation for why there's only 18 people watching <laughs> this on Facebook. Um, on November 6th, uh, the U.S. House, under the leadership of uh, Jim Jordan, that Select Committee on the Weaponization of Government, they released a bombshell report talking about how the federal government was caught with their hand in the cookie jar censoring Americans in the lead-up to the 2020 election and after the 2020 election via an organization called the Election Integrity Partnership. And this organization was just set up to censor Americans regarding key narratives around the 2020 election like the influence of Hammer and Scorecard. We have Chris Krebs, the director of CISA, on record saying that he'd like the folks out at Facebook to go off and address the amplification of Hammer and Scorecard narratives in the media. We also have Katie Hobbs. At the time, she was the Secretary of State in Arizona. She was actually reviewing private Facebook messages and asking Facebook to censor those messages. <laughs> So I wow. think that's a little bit of an explanation into why Facebook isn't uh, kind of amplifying your message here tonight. Amplifying us, 18 people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to, let's go back. I want to make, I really want to hit this, you guys. So the, you telling me that Chris Krebs, or this group that was set up, he said we have to censor anybody that talks about Hammer Scorecard. And this was before the 2020 election? Yeah, this is a little more subtle than uh, than saying, please censor the Mike Lindell. Um, but the report from the U.S. House, by the way, one of the most professional reports I've seen. If you want to download it for yourself to go off and review it, go to electioncrimebureau.com under the press releases there. You'll be able to download a press release and actually click on the link, download it, see all the details. So, you know, I'm not just paraphrasing this stuff. You can see the real detail. Hey, but hey in Brandon, there, you get, Brandon, I want you to get the Election Crime Bureau. Get that up there so we can see where to press the button. Keep going. Patrick. Okay. And by the way, here we go. For those who doubt, there it is. We, we have the document right here. Here's the document here. You can go to the uh, – we'll provide the – the, the link for it, get that to you. But the weaponization of it's disinformation. A no it's on Election Crime Bureau on our own website, theelectioncrimebureau.com. Okay, we'll show you where that is. But if they if they do control F, they do control F on their computer, type in just hammer, then it'll bring up right there, hammer and scorecard, where we see they're talking about it. Yeah, and, and the link to this document, though, you can get at electioncrimebureau.com in the press release. And I'll take you right there. I'm, okay. This is actually one of the best things that I've seen the federal government do in a long time. It was a very professional report. And the information wow. in there is damning. Uh, you just okay. go through it and it, right. it highlights oh, how prominent. 
I want to I want to ask you there. We got on this hammer scorecard. I want everybody to understand. I didn't know a hammer from a scorecard. I knew nothing about that before the 2020 election. Everybody, I wasn't uh, uh, out there saying the election stuff is rigged or anything because I knew nothing about it. I was out there. I was going to run for governor of Minnesota at, at that time. I was thinking of after the 2020 election. I had helped our real president. I was campaigning in Minnesota and. And I was out there uh, campaigning. I had nothing to do with, you know, or didn't even know anything about Hammer Scorecard. When I found out about Hammer Scorecard was January 9th of 2021, everybody, when I got the evidence uh, from uh, a person there that I got told about, uh, Brandon House, who got this person on the line, who directed me to Dennis Montgomery, who then had uh, found all about Hammer Scorecard. But interesting enough, Patrick, so here's the government worried about, or this guy from the government, this Chris Krebs, worry about censoring Hammer Scorecard, which the government built, the CIA built, Dennis Montgomery built it in the, in the you know, for, for us to spy on other people's election. Well, no wonder they wanted that because they're using it on us. Now, let me, and let me tell you that, they used it on us, everybody. It was supposed to be used on other countries, you know, kind of like back in the day when Clint Curtis uh, the Democrat in the early 2000s, he developed uh, the first uh, algorithm to steal the elections with the machine. And he thought, and he's a Democrat. Well, then when the Republic started using it and winning 51-49, Chris is going, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, uh, Clinton's, Clinton's going, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Clint Curtis going, um, hey, I did this. You can't, we can't use it in elections. I did it to show you that it could be done, right? Um, I want to say something about Hammer Scorecard, too. The, in these lawsuits I have, everybody, one of the lawsuits, it says, um, it says, Mr. Lindell, you know, is it true that you were warned about not listening to Dennis Montgomery leading up to your cyber symposium in 2021? And I'm going, yeah, that's kind of weird that you say that. When CNN comes up to me and goes, you know, Dennis Montgomery's got his information isn't good. And I'm going, whoever said anything about Dennis Montgomery? Patrick, I never said one word about Dennis Montgomery or where I got the evidence. Nobody knew. Isn't it funny that the CIA would come after me, which many, many agents called and said, um, yeah, uh, Mr. Lindell, um, Dennis Montgomery's evidence is no good. He's a, a crackpot, blah, blah, blah. I go, who's saying about Dennis? If someone comes to me and says, uh, yeah, you know, whatever you do, don't use his information. I go, whoever, I never said his information. So obviously he has something, right? That was Absolutely. almost a validation of, you know. Yeah, well, keep it's no going. surprise. Just, when you dig into the organizations that are involved in this so-called election integrity partnership, um, you start finding out that uh, the folks involved are the Atlantic Council. You have big government agencies that not only CISA, not only Department of Homeland Security, but the Global Engagement Council, which for those of you who don't know, that's a State Department run exercise. Those are the folks that are actually working with the people in the CIA to actually go off and mess with elections in other countries. So these are the guys that were calling the shots here in America in the 2020 election, and they were caught with their hand in the cookie jar by the United States House under Republican leadership and under Jim Jordan. So it's, it talks about this partnership as a collusion between these big government actors between uh, big tech like social, uh, like uh, Facebook, like Twitter, 
Um, and it also talks about collaboration with big media. So, you know, all the fake news that's going on out there. Well, they were giving their talking points. You know, the 4, 4 a.m. talking point memo. Guess where they came from? This organization. And uh, wow. I'll tell you, they silenced folks like President Trump, Charlie Kirk, yeah. James O'Keefe, the Gateway Pundit, all of these guys. They silenced their narratives. And uh, I bet you they didn't name you by name, Mike, but. They only did a, a summary of some of the uh, of some of the folks that were um, censored. Um, I'm looking for the entire list of people that was censored. Uh, I bet you because because be I there. wasn't because I wasn't censored. I was just I was completely attacked worldwide. The number one story in the world for about uh, five months straight every day. So I mean, you, I mean, how could they censor me when I'm in the news every day going, shut up, shut up. Quit talking about these electronic voting machines. Quit talking about the that there's a there's a problem. We're gonna cancel three more of your box stores. You're gonna cancel <laughs> your Twitter. We're gonna cancel this. You know, it's kind of funny. Well, you know, Maybe the how long it, did this inve this investigation? Does it say when they started it? When Jim Jordan, when they started it? How long it's no, been? No, it doesn't say how long they started it. But I'll tell you it. What this all does is underscores the importance of having Frank speech, of having Lindell TV, of ha right. having Frank social. We need those alternative media channels because you weren't listed on the folks cooperating with the guys in the federal government to censor people. Right, and it was right. overwhelmingly censoring conservative viewpoints. I mean, they were their fact checker organizations that they're working with are groups like Common Cause, which is a leftist progressive advocacy well, 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 what about alan duke and lead stories i feel i guarantee he's in there he's probably got his picture you look up fact checker <laughs> you look up fake book fact checker and there's yeah, a big old picture yeah. of alan duke i mean well they, here, uh, here's the interesting thing about all this the and the, the house report made a note of this it said that 58 percent of the quote-unquote fact check stories um, they could not cite an external source for um, validation in any way, shape, or form. In other words, most of the stuff they were just making up internally with all the folks that were members of the Selection Integrity Partnership just to kind of promote a narrative. And by the way, um, if you listen to, there's, uh, I've listened to some of the videos about this Selection Integrity Partnership from before the election or, or right after the election, and they talk about using interns that were located overseas. So now we've got folks overseas trying to determine what is okay to talk about here in America. Well, no, you you understand that the, the fake book fact checkers, Alan Duke, his partner, Martin, is overseas in Belgium. Um, yeah. You guys, you guys are news leak or news leak or news, uh, new lies or whatever it's called. <laughs> Those guys attack me every day. I think every one of their journalists is over in the UK or overseas. I know a couple of them are right from China. I'm not no. I'm not, not going to name no names, but I think I think that's where Cheryl's at. I mean they. Uh, I mean these guys they attack from over there, but they write about me every day. So at least I'm able to get the word out. Hey, at least Mike's up to something. They're attacking him again. It's uh, you know, but I mean he does. He won't shut up. I thought he lost everything. He won't shut up. What's wrong with that? Remember, every Patrick, do you remember Brandon? Do you remember what I said when when they said? When are you going to shut up? If you lose all your money, will you shut up then? What did I say? You said no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they, hey, they wasted Mike, all is... those efforts. They wasted all those efforts to shut me up. I've never shut up. No, and, and there's a reason why they want us to shut up. This election integrity partnership, 
is actually facilitated by an organization called the Center for Internet Security. They manage what's called the Election Integrity Isaac Center for Information uh, Sharing and Analysis Center. Um, that Center for Internet Security is the same organization that have deployed Albert sensors that have that provide centralized access to sensitive election records um, from all 50 states in the country by plugging into electronic voting systems and state voter registration databases and poll books all across America. So wait, that wait, wait, same wait, organization. Patrick, the same organization. Wait a minute. We've got a tape of seven minute tape of everybody saying they're not on the internet. Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You know, we've got, yeah. we've got. That's why uh, we need an organization like the Center for Internet Security to keep them secure, right? <laughs> yeah. So you guys understand what he just said? The Center for Internet Security, this government group that's set up, why do you need that if they're not on the internet? Let's, let's think about that, everybody. Why do you need that if they're not on the internet? Weird. Well, the fact of the matter is they are. And, and they are. So they are. This, and this organization, this election integrity partnership, the efforts and the work by the folks on the U.S. House are just getting started here. This is wow. just the tip of the iceberg, Mike. Yeah. And it really does underscore the importance of networks like Frank Speech and platforms like Frank Social to go around Facebook, to go around Twitter, right. to go around right. all these media censorship platforms. Right, right. It, it reminds me, you guys on Facebook, I'm going to turn it off and I'm going to restart and we'll see if we can beat 18. It hasn't moved. We'll, we'll give we'll give Suckabuck a break here and see if it's uh, if it's actually uh, um, a glitch or something. So I'm going to end the broadcast here, everybody, and then we'll uh, um, go back here. Uh, While you're doing that, Mike, I'm just going to remind everybody to go to electioncrimebureau.com and check out the press release there so you can download this and do your own investigation, dig into it. I, I got to tell you, Mike, it's very rare that I'm proud of what uh, an effort that I see coming from our government. But I'll tell you, the folks who put together this report really did a good job. Here, let me show you how to get there. Go to, go to electioncrimebureau.com, as you see here. Go to where it says press releases right at the top. Click press releases. And, and uh, it's supposed to be right Today. here, right? Yeah, November 16th. There it is, right there, November 16th. Federal government caught censoring Americans using election. Terry, click it up. There's the press release, and it'll provide a link, a hyperlink in here. All, provides yep. the examples where they're talking about hammer score. See the report? The Just click yep. on report. Click right there, report, yep. and opens it right up. Yep. There you go. I just completed that right before the show, so hopefully it all works. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm trying now. I can't get one person. Now I really got problems. <laughs> oh, no. I think I think, I think uh, it literally says it really it literally says uh something went wrong. Try again. I keep pressing the button. It won't even let me go live now. <laughs> Thanks, Suckabop. You're a great guy. You're uh, at least we know he's watching. You know, at least no, I got him watching and Jimmy Kimball. You know, what, what a what a great deal. Um, well, Mike, is both Alan Duke watches the show still? He used to watch. He used to be a big watcher of the show. What, so we're we, gaining ground, yeah. Mike. We're gaining yeah. ground. Well, Patrick, uh, I did. I don't know if you heard the big news yesterday where you no longer have to wear a tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I got one hat here, and this one's. The only one that matters here, it's about freedom. 
And uh, I want to thank you for your efforts and then Brandon, you too. I mean, that's what, that's what it takes. But so. but you know, that judge in Georgia, you know, they said we're no longer uh, conspiracy theorists. Uh, if we talk about elections or getting rid of the electronic voting machine, um, I guess, yep. Uh, yep. I guess I can say now. I didn't need their affirmation though. <laughs> Brandon, you hear that? I can say melt down the machines and turn them into prison bars. And I can say it legally. Now we can put them on t-shirts. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of rare earth metals in those uh, computers that I think would be very valuable for folks like Elon Musk in their, uh, in their cars nowadays. Well, there's probably a lot of uh, modem components. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. good job, Mike. And we're 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 uh, we're getting traction here. And I want to thank the folks out in DC for a change. Yeah, and thank you, and everybody. If you can support, help support Patrick's efforts and everything by going to the Lindell Offense Fund. Uh, it keeps all these efforts going. Call 800-598-6747. Support everything that they that we are doing to help save this country. That we'll be right back, folks. More of the Lindell Report with your host, Mike Lindell, right after this break here on Lindell TV. Don't go away. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code, and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. 
This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com All right, welcome back to the Lindell Report with Mike Lindell. Don't forget about hey, the Lindell man. Offense Fund at LindellPlan.com. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I'm testing Facebook. Um, I reset it. Now, This I might have to owe him an apology. He might. We're up to... 82 people, 96. Okay. Oh, now this, maybe he heard me, huh? <laughs> I mean, this is 120, 120 and climbing, Brandon. 133, everybody. Welcome to Facebook. You're welcome to Facebook Live. We're on Lindale, Lindale TV, everybody. Uh, uh, this is the first time I've, or second time we try it live here. 150, Brandon and climbing. Wow. No, this is a, this is could be a record here, a, a six month record. I mean, this is unreal. 150. We just passed 150. We're heading to 200. Everybody, tell your friends. Let's get on board here. Okay, now she just uh, suck a buck her me. It just went backwards. Um, Brandon, it, it, it was like a one of those voting machines. It went up to 150 and dropped back to 130. Oh, there wow. we go. Now it's going up again. Still going up. All right, everybody. What we're gonna do now? Um, I want to talk about, um, uh, Brandon, I sent you some articles, uh, or, or I'm not sure here. Maybe I have to read them off my phone. Now I don't have them in front of me. Um, the um, In Louisiana, everybody, um, there's a guy named, a secretary of state there named Kyle Ardwin. And Kyle and I, I met Kyle, uh, the, you know, they brought me to Louisiana. Kyle invited me there. He was the secretary of state. And um, very, it turned out to be a very disturbing individual because um, I, um, I actually thought that he cared about the elections and the people of Louisiana, and boy, was I wrong. I interviewed um, him one night for like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, he seems, you know, so general. By the way, he was also the uh, attorney general. I mean, I mean, the secretary of state, he was like in charge of the other secretaries of states, I, I believe, for the Republicans. Could be wrong, but they, uh, I believe I heard that uh, somewhere. Um, so now, and who's going to Facebook? Who's going to fact check me, Brandon? Alan Duke? We don't have a fact checker here on Lindell TV. What do we, should we hire Alan Duke? Wouldn't that be something? Get Alan Duke hired. He could just, we could sit him up in the corner like on, the, on the, each show and go, that's true. The, oh, wait, no, he doesn't tell when things are true. He only says, you know what, I don't think that's true. So I'm me, Alan Duke, I'm the judge. I'm going to say it's not true. Anyway, we're down in Louisiana, everybody, and he invites me down there. And Louisiana is the longest partner, I believe it um, goes back decades, with Dominion. Okay, they're the longest Dominion partner in the country. Okay, and obviously uh, they have all kinds of problems with their machines, just like everybody else did. And he kept trying to get the Halderman report out of Georgia that they would never get him. So Kyle acted like he really cared. He invites me down to Georgia to for a, um, what they were doing was vetting all different uh, machine companies and systems and 
and uh, the ESNS boys out of Omaha, Nebraska were there. Okay, so I'm just giving you the backstory here. Well, while I was there, um, I'm actually um, feeding Kyle the the uh, questions to ask these machine companies, and uh, and we he asked uh, the ESNS guys. Uh, are your machines more vulnerable than uh, Dominia? Brandon, do we have that tape? That's yeah. one. ESNS? Why don't we play that? I'm going to yep. say, when when he asked him that, here's what the uh, ESNS guy said. Yeah, let's play that tape. ESNS down there in uh, Louisiana when the Secretary of State held hearings, here's what they had to say. Now, some folks um, uh, have claimed, uh, academics, election system experts have claimed that uh, Ballot marking devices are inherently vulnerable to hacking or, or malware or tampering. All technology, whether it's your laptop, your phone, an ATM machine, or an x-ray machine, can have vulnerabilities. Wow. Okay, yeah, I couldn't hear it. It was muffled. I mean, but basically, you said they all have back doors, right? They're all, yeah, everything's they're vulnerable, all vulnerable. Right? Yep. They're all vulnerable. Um, and so... This being said, we worked with uh, the people in Louisiana, worked hand in hand. Then they gave up on Kyle because Kyle lied. He wanted to get rid. He said he wanted to get rid of these Dominion machines, get rid of electronic voting machine. You know, he hears all this stuff. These things went on for a year, Brandon, I guess. I'm having all the machine companies come in. And, it, and you have a report out of Georgia, the curling case, where they're saying, all these states that have Dominion are they're vulnerable, and he knew that. And Dominion wouldn't come out to when he when he'd reach out to him, they never responded except for when you know they're all trying to get the new contracts in right. Louisiana. It was disgusting down there. Then I got up and spoke for about oh I want to say twenty minutes. I'll give Kyle that he gave me he gave me a uh, a lot of time. In fact, they all said, why did he get so much time on there? You know, and that's what I thought he really meant it. I, now I realize he was using me. That's all he was doing was using me. Look at everybody. I brought Mike Lindell down and I got let him talk from the uh, from the um, uh, stand. And one of the things, Brandon, when I got done talking and saying how we have to get rid of all machines, okay, in our yeah. in our voting, this lady, this uh, <laughs> this gal on this on the committee or on the up there that, um, and she goes. Um, Mr. Lindell, um, I believe that my, I feel much more secure that with a machine for my vote than I do, than on paper. I feel that that's, my vote is very secure that nobody will know who I voted for. And you know what I did? I went just like this. Are you hearing this stuff, Tim Cook, which is the CEO of Apple, everybody? You think that, oh, you think that inside this because it's so private? I couldn't even believe it. And then, uh. But uh, anyway, so I leave Louisiana, and I really thought that Kyle Ardwin was going to have the people's back in Louisiana, and boy, was I wrong. He turned like a uh, – you've never seen anything like it. Uh, he and, and Brandon, at first I thought, what, is he a coward? Is he just a coward that he's got to go up against the machines, get rid of them? Why did you have a year-long thing, and they show you how, how vulnerable and all this stuff, and, and you're – and you have the oldest machines, and you have all this evidence against that just Dominion alone. But you got ES and S saying, "Hey, they're all vulnerable." You have people there going, "Hey, we need paper ballots." The people in Louisiana want paper ballots. They went, they had all kinds of stuff going on down in Louisiana. But what does he do? Shuts all that up. He says, "Oh, 
You know, I don't know if he made a deal with Dominion. I don't know what he did, but he just embraced him for the election. Is he okay? still the Secretary of State? Yes, yes. Um, he, I don't believe he's going to run again because he knows he won't win because everybody took a, went after him. But now here's what here's where we get to. So now everybody, the Republican candidate. Like I got to pull this up. Uh, that's a good question you just asked. Let me pull up my uh, see if I can find it here. This came in today. Um, uh, okay. Um, Okay. I'm going to have to pull it off my other phone here, Brandon. Um, I didn't text it to you, did I? Uh, let's see. I don't think so, but I'm going to double check. This gal running for Secretary of State, which we're going to call her out, I'm going to probably have to... Uh, no, I don't have it. Okay. I'm going to probably have to take it. Uh, take down. You guys on Facebook, go over to Lindell TV right now. Please uh, check it out. Lindell TV... We got up to 500 on Facebook Live, Brandon. But uh, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna take this down, everybody. Um, thanks for uh, uh, the test over here. We go over to Lindell TV, please, and do that right now. LindellTV.com and check it out. We're live over there right now. Thank you. Okay, so what I'm gonna do, Brandon? I'm gonna pull this up here. Um, I all of a sudden I got all these texts this afternoon, and uh, with this big concern of the lady, the gal that is uh, this um, uh, that is running for Secretary of State there. This is the Republican. She is Kyle Ardwin 2.0. Um, she, she's actually worked as his second in command for the last four years. She's all about machines, keeping machines, everybody. Now, let me tell you her name here. I'm going to tell you her name because we're we're going to call these people out here. Um, okay, Brandon. So her, um, I believe I did. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, everybody, this gal's name that's running for Secretary of State is Nancy Landry. Okay, she's running for Secretary of State of Louisiana. Now she's running, she's the one running against a Democrat. Okay, now now let me tell you this, everybody. She wants machines. Now, Brandon, what did I tell you? When the RNC, in August, everybody, they passed a resolution, paper ballots, hand-counted, no machines, same-day voting, precinct level, and, and signature required. And I promised each and every one of you, I would call out every rhino uniparty Republican that decides to block us or goes away from that narrative. This Nancy Landry, what were you going to say, Brandon? She serves as the first assistant secretary of state for current secretary Kyle. Kyle Ardwin, yes. She, so she's she she's under, basically underneath him. Yeah, she worked under Kyle, who went all through that, a big show to get rid of the machines, and Kyle just embraced Dominion. It's disgusting. So the people of Louisiana are in an uproar because now this Nancy's running against the Democrat, Brandon, and the Democrat, get this. Yeah. The Democrat wants to get rid of the machines, wants paper ballots hand counted. Ah. We have said here, we have said here, everybody, this isn't, I, I have said it for a long time. These, getting rid of these machines is not a Democrat or Republican issue. I'm against anyone 
that wants to keep these machines in, in politics, in, in our election. Okay? Now, is that to say, oh, Mike, now you want a Democrat to win in Louisiana? I'm, I'm sitting here telling you right now that this Nancy Landry better change her tune because the rest of the Republican Party wants to get rid of these machines. So she better do a thing tomorrow and say, you know what? I was wrong. When I get in there, I'm going to do everything in my power to get rid of these machines and go to paper ballots hand counted in Louisiana. That's what the people of Louisiana want. They all want it, whether they're Democrats, Republicans, the people in this country want paper ballots hand counted. Granted, the person running against her has made it very public that they, this is a Democrat to get rid of the machines and go to paper ballots hand counted. So as you say right now, they're going, well, you know, all you horrible journalists out there, they're going, why would Mike Lindell call out a Republican when that when she could now maybe she could lose now because of what Mike Lindell said? She's for the machines. Too bad. I said I promised you everybody out there I would call out anyone who's for keeping these machines. We have to get rid of them. You know what? And if that takes calling out, if Nancy Landry, who's running for secretary of state, when she sat under Carl Ardwin with all the efforts down there to get rid of these machines and Kyle turned his back on the on the uh, state of Louisiana. Shame on you, Kyle Ardwin. Shame on you. Shame on you. And you know what, Nancy, don't follow in his footsteps. You come out tomorrow and say, you know what? We've got to go to paper ballots, hand counted, and I will do everything in my power to do what the RNC resolution says, which, Brandon, you remember the RNC resolution? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. It said paper ballots, hand counted. Wake up, Nancy Landry. Uh, if you're running for office, you better not turn on the people, and you better not turn on your own party, because your own party said paper ballots, hand counted, same-day voting, precinct-level signature required. Whatever we can do to get every single county and uh, state to that level, that's what we need to get to. Now, let me tell you, Brandon, Louisiana is a, is a one of the few states where the Secretary of State has all the power hmm. when it comes to these machines, Okay. That's what's so upsetting for the people of Louisiana. They went in there and Kyle, Kyle Ardwin, act like he was listening. <laughs> oh, you know what? I've got big concern. And oh, and Mike, look at this. And he acts like he's my buddy. And you know, show it was just a big show. Shame on you, Kyle Ardwin. And uh, you know what? I'm glad you're leaving. But you know what? We don't want to be replaced in, in Louisiana by some gal that comes in. That's just um, Kyle Ardwin 2.0 that says uh, we got to keep these machines. Uh, they're just great machines. Brandon, she has proposed in 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 uh, in all fairness, Brandon, she has proposed a different kind of machine that's more secure. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. You just had a whole year of investigation. Everybody efforts like this. And I do a shout out. The people in Louisiana, they have tried. They fight, fight, fight down there. And you guys, we have helped them out. You need to help us out. Lindell Offense Fund, call 800-598-6747. You guys, go to the Election Crime Bureau and check out everything every That's day. That's the Lindell Report. You're Thank watching you. Lindell TV.